When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Need a lead with that? Sure. I don't want to lead with it. You have notes. Huh? You have notes. That's kind of for the end of the show. Now that I wrote them down, I won't forget <laughs> Okay, Josh Dobbs. Yes! Rocket scientist. Yes. I'm thrilled by that. And when you hear him talk, you can... It's wonderful. You, uh, you, you say that uh, this guy could be a rocket scientist. And he had a miracle game yesterday. <laughs> yes, he did. And it was fun. Yes. And he seems like an athlete. Mm-hmm. Why has he been with seven teams? Uh, because uh, he just <laughs> never was the regular. He was never the regular, really. He was. He played some at, uh, where was his original team? He was w- drafted by Tennis, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, and then he went to Jacksonville. Yeah, and he was, uh, he got a few chances to play, but not many. He just, he's a fourth-round draft choice, and they never turned it over to him, you know. He was a, he's a hero in Tennessee, though, because he once beat Georgia with a Hail Mary. Yeah. So uh, they, they love him down there. But, um, How old yeah. is he, 28? Yeah, he's, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. He's been in the he, league for about five, six I think years. He's one of, I think he's one of those guys who stuck around a graduate. But he's so, uh, he's a journeyman. Oh, yeah, but he's... Uh, this year, you know, he'd been with two teams, and then now, since or since last spring, he's been with five. So in a year, he, he was on two practice squads. He never got elevated to the, you know, during the offseason, he was on two practice squads. Plus, if Mullen was healthy, is that his name, Mullen? Mullins, he wouldn't have played. He wouldn't even have played. No, he wouldn't have been here. He would have been right. still in Arizona. Right. But he played eight games in Arizona, and he only won one. Against the Cowboys. They beat the Cowboys. That's their only win of the year. But Arizona, I think, the reason they made him, the Vikings were calling around looking for a guy, and Arizona made him available because they're dedicated to finishing, uh, you know, to... One and uh, 16. Although the Bears (laughs) have the pick, right? They no, have, no, they have Carolina's, Carolina's pick. Carolina's pick. So they're dedicated to getting Caleb Williams from uh, the USC. So they they want to go 1-16 and 16 or 2-15 and 15 or something and get the first pick. So they got rid of him. They were afraid he might win another game. This guy didn't even know the names of the players he was in the huddle with. Yeah, he said, I know a lot of the nicknames yeah. and the first names. But, <laughs> but here's my question about football. So, Joe, you're out there. He didn't have a he didn't have a rep, nope. meaning in practice Never with had the a first rep. with the first team. So what's the deal? Mm-hmm. You bring this guy in, you got an untested rookie who's going to start. Now you don't know he's going to get a 
concussion, but he, he might stink, you know. By the, why don't you say after practice is over, hey, uh, Josh, come over here and take some snaps with yeah. Bradbury, and we'll we'll run a few plays. Why don't you do that? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I don't. Uh, I don't yet, get it. He'd get up there under Bradbury's butt. He'd say, "Whose butt is this? Right. I've never been there." Before. Hey, I'm not the center. <laughs> no, no, right? <laughs> he lined up behind the wrong guy. But it, it was a phenomenal because once the Atlanta, which could screw up a one-car parade, there's no doubt about it. There's stupid and the penalties and fumbles and everything. But once they marched down the field and just smashed you in the mouth to go ahead, you didn't think there was any chance— and then on that fourth down play, there's like two guys getting ready. Thought he ready was to, caught twice. Two guys getting ready to tackle him, and he takes off down yeah. the sideline. If that would have been Kirk, oh boy. we lose the the, uh, the the standing with the pass rush Atlanta had yesterday. Poor old Kirky would have taken about eight sacks, I think. Well, so, I have two more questions. All right, who's number two for the Vikings? That is Addison. You see what he's got written on his shoe? No, I am gifted. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I am gifted. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. uh, you know, he could have had on there, I drive fast. Right. Too. That right. was a guy that went right. one. You know what he doesn't have on his shoe? Twisties. And to this day, <laughs> I want to know, what in the hell was he doing on this side of town? Going that way. Going when the other way. the dog lived. Going the going other way. See, he was going to see his dog I the other direction. I think we can all make an assumption. We can make a guess. But, uh, now my second point. But Addison, by the way, on that last drive made a hell of a guess. He's a good player. He is a good player. We just got to worry about bye week. Yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> if he gets through bye week, he'll and be rookie someone of the year. be there to watch his dog. <laughs> yes. Other than that, we'll what, be all right. uh, to uh, echo a young woman who asked me this question: If this guy's a rocket scientist, yes, what the hell is he doing playing football? Well, he's Does making he? a million dollars. I, my a answer year. was to her was obviously it has to be for Plus, the money. Yeah, yeah, a for the money and b. How many jobs are there in rocket science? Well, he's got to think he can take his pick. There's so yeah. He, he doesn't hang out at the strip clubs. Well, he don't want to go work for Elon. He hangs so out at NASA. Gonna, no, he does. He does. He took. He did the whole thing. He isn't an official scientist. Oh, I think he is. He's got a degree, I think, in uh, nuclear. But an actual real degree. Yes, he this does. ain't basket weaving. Oh, you listen to him talk, you say, "What the that guy hell?" Knows, that guy knows his stuff. Yeah, he knows more about how stuff works than me. For goodness' right. sake, I want to <laughs> sit down and have him next to Jabari Price, where Jabari says, "Do Lieutenant Dan have legs in real life?" <laughs> I want to hear the conversation <laughs> yes, between those uh, two. Uh, yes, Jabari, I believe he's, he's, had a, he's had a few of those in his life, oh, I would yeah. imagine. Uh, what the hell is this guy talking he about? He got a legitimate degree. Yeah, oh yeah, and, and probably in three years. But his, I think his folks are both like five, you know. Oh, I'm not his sure. His mom's so. in a wheelchair for some reason. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. Wow, wow. I did not. Know I had that. people racing to the Google yesterday. They were so taken wanna, with this. I'm, I'm willing to. Uh, I, I want to read the big, uh, the life and times of uh, Dobbs sometime this week. Yeah, so, the full. And now uh, Dave, his alopecia. We know that. Yes. Where you get, you can't grow your hair. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know. It's, he does not uh, appear to be inked up either. 
I didn't Not see a lot anything. of rocket scientists are in. Nah, no. He could have could have put one right on top of his head, but yep. he didn't do that. That was uh, oh. Now, um, if you have alopecia, I wonder, do you have to shave your head, or is just nothing there? There's nothing there. Nothing there. Nothing I'll there. be damned. I uh, I once, in fact, referred to a guy as bald, and it turned out he had alopecia, and people got very upset. Uh, I I didn't know. You didn't know. You weren't trying to be insensitive. I didn't check out the eyebrows. Was that that around the same time you asked the guy without any fingers if he had a nail clipper? (laughs) No. That was Bruce Bruce Bennett. That was... No, that was way back going to the Super Bowl. Hey, Bruce, you had a nail... Well, never mind. Yeah, I was a little hungover that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tulane Stadium after, after I was there. Tulane <laughs> Stadium. Yeah. Oh, freezing. That's when that. you sat down between Jim Murray and Red Smith <laughs> and said, "Boys, here we are, three of the greatest sports writers in America." <laughs> Whoever lived, I think, and yeah. uh, Red thought it Who's was kind live? of. Red thought it was kind of funny, and Jim looked at me like I was a yeah. pedophile or something. Yeah, you know? but he got his comeance. Isn't, isn't Murray the guy who got caught in the can at Metropolitan Stadium? Yes, he, I think he that got locked in the can. I think that an hour. Yeah, he did. In the dead of winter. He uh, he was up here for the playoff game. Yeah. And when he got in there, he tried to get out, and he locked. Got he was pounding on the door for like two hours. Somebody finally went back there and let him out. But he wrote a pretty hilarious column about what it would have been like spending the winter yeah. in a men's room yeah. in, men's in Bloomington, Minnesota. It was uh, it gave him a fine opportunity to write a oh, column. Oh wow! So, anyway. It's a different yeah. time, isn't it? What a weekend, though. It was fun. You man. have, the, you know, the reason you got into sports writing originally, mm-hmm. now you've gone on, because yeah. you, got, you got the good and the bad right. in, the, you know, in, the, in what you do now. Mm-hmm. But the good and the bad is what makes it great, because yeah. we don't want something that's just average. No. So you get both extremes over the weekend, right? Yes. You get... TJ, PJ, whatever his name is, with one of the worst losses in the history of mankind. <laughs> and now you got this guy who was, you know, hiding out in Arizona a week ago, comes in and wins a game for you. It was great, great theater in both areas. So I was just happy to see the honorable Coach Flex said it was all, all on, on me again once in a while. And then immediately said, well, if we would have thrown that pass so hard on the short on the short pass, we would have gotten the first down and the game would have been over. So it's all on me, but the quarterback screwed up, is what he said. <laughs> so I got in a car with somebody with a minute to go in that game, and they weren't listening to the game, and I just didn't say anything. Uh, there was about a minute left. The Gophers yeah. were still ahead, and I was... Stunned yes. when I realized they had lost. Yes, I was well, the stunned. Last, the last play was forty-six yards. Yeah, where was the safety? Where man? was the safety man? <laughs> where was the safety man? But uh, did you see? There's a video of Bielema, yes. who's three and a half bills yep. at least. Yep. Right. And you know how they show the videos of PJ running into the locker room and sailing out, and Bielema comes in and he's got his arms waving like, like he's going like to do the crowd PJ do the crowd surf, and his team is in there. They're just absolutely raucous, singing this 
awful. In the background is this profane rap song, and Bielema is going like, he's like, doing, no! <laughs> they dispersed. We are now 0-10 against that man, 7-0 uh, and against the Gophers in Wisconsin, and we learned to hate him then because before Coach Brew was a villain around here, didn't he go for two against them to, I think so. to beat them like 50 to something? And then... Uh, and then he, now PJ's 0-3 against him, so uh, he's 10 and all. But uh, that was a bad loss. Now the hated New loss. Orleans are here Sunday. Yep. Can, uh, can Josh it, beat him? Oh, oh yeah. sure, but I think they can lose to him, too. They're yeah, New just, Orleans isn't very good, but I, I'm with Pat. I can not, see they got David Carr's okay, quarterback. Plus, the Vikings keep losing, guys. We're down. Yeah, right. Akers blew his Achilles yesterday. That's Jefferson's okay, not but, showing yeah. me much. I don't think he's coming back either this week. That's so. not showing me much. Jefferson's yeah. coming back. Well, what's the deal? Jefferson. Yeah. Well, he had to sit out for. He games. had the both of these, right? Yeah. Right. He'll be back this week, but uh, they uh, they lie. If the left tackle's hurt, that's bad. Yep. Darisau is their best lineman, one of the best in the league. So that that hurt him a little. Atlanta had uh, a ferocious pass rush, but everything else, they're so screwed up offensively, they make an incredible number of mistakes. So, You know that coach, the guy with the bad mustache there, the little mustache, Arthur Smith is their coach? Son of a damn near a billionaire. Some of this rich Eastern money. Arthur Smith. Even. He's the New Orleans coach? Yeah, he's no, the Atlanta Orleans. coach. Or Atlanta the Atlanta coach. coach. Atlanta coach, yeah. The, uh, he's, uh, he's got the kind of... What's the, the source dad, of the income from the dad? Family, I don't know. Mm. Wall Street or some damn thing. He's, it's it's a very wealthy uh, huh. family. Why the hell did he get yeah, into coaching? Football. He, just, you know, he just loved football. Right. He, he actually was on a, a bench warmer somewhere in the SEC, I think. I'm not sure where, okay. but... Uh, He's not going to be around too A place long, where though. Dad probably donated a few bucks? Yeah, he's not going to be around uh, <laughs> no. too long, I no. don't think. But uh, really, How about the fact that you drafted a running back in the top ten, Yes, and the entire second half he stood on the sideline? What the hell? And that kid's a player, yeah. that Robinson for yeah, the Falcons. Mean, and then at the and then on that last drive, they got him back a couple right, of Right, but I'm times. thinking, why don't they have him in the game? He did, they were mad because he fumbled? Is that why? I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Okay. PJ keeps putting his Steve Tyler on probation, and he keeps fumbling. <laughs> I got a bad feeling that this Kelly McManus can't play. Uh, yeah, he's... Uh, I know he's, he's still young, but my God. He has that no touch on his passes. He by wants to way, throw it 100 miles an hour every time. By the way, as they told us about the young quarterback uh, Hall, Jerron Hall, before he got hurt... And they said he was a young quarterback 25 times on the broadcast. Uh, the guy who's three and a half years younger than him, C.J. Stroud, threw five Ooh, touchdown passes that yesterday. That kid is good. Houston, yeah. How come the Dobbs victory was such an occasion for the scribes to celebrate O'Connell? That was what a hell a of a coaching what job. What a coach. What he, he, well, Dobbs well, says he, he couldn't even hear him in his helmet. I I suppose that uh, they thought that the uh, will the the uh, 
I'm not anti-O'Connell. I'm just wondering. The opportunity to, to prepare him so quickly, of course, it doesn't sound like he they didn't. spent much time preparing him. No. He didn't prepare well, him. I guess whoever said, okay, let's bring this guy in, but supposedly they called like eight teams looking for a backup, and Arizona said you can have ours. You can have our starter. So For a pick swap. Later on, pick, pick swap. swap yeah. Sixth round or something like that. So. They said, okay, we'll take him. Because I, I would think the thing you liked about him is he'd been playing. Yeah. So it's not like he'd been sitting around for eight weeks doing nothing. You realize they won every game without Jefferson? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. they went 4-0 and all without mm-hmm. him. Yeah, well, I, I, I'd, I'd still take him. But uh, they're going to they're gonna try to use that to not pay him what he thought he was going to make. This, uh, I think this will turn into a battle, don't you? I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't sign him and used him as trade well because it's going to cost a lot of money to well, keep them. everybody thought 30 probably right so i i guaranteed you know, when you let kirk go that all that if if you all that money that you're saving with kirk you would have well, to right um, when dobbs leads him. us to the super bowl that's right look at how much money we're going to be able to save. case keenum damn near got that's him that's right i like this guy better than what case. was your line the Giants won the Super Bowl with Jeff Hostel. Yes, right. <laughs> Is Dobbs and making the minimum? Probably. I'm One point five. Whatever. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the, minimum the minimum in the NFL. No, it's nine. Yeah, it is. I, is that the minimum? Yes. I thought it was nine hundred and something. What? One point five. Wow. Anyway, that's why he's weekend. not working in aerospace technology. Yes. What a weekend, though. What a weekend. And then the Wild down three nothing to the Come Broadway. Back. Uh, they had to pull Gus. Yeah. Gus the bus. Three Get shots. Get on the bus, Gus. Four shots, Four shots three goals. Three goals. Yeah. And, uh, that club still doesn't shoot enough. I would love to talk to the coach and have him explain that to me. Okay, I got to. Who was it? What scribe was it saying, you know, these goalies who are marginal, they have their great years, yep. and then they disappear and yep. have their mediocre years. I don't think he should have given Gus a three-year deal. Mm-hmm. I, they got Especially the, when money's tight to begin with. Yes. They got the kid down in, uh, you know, the future all-star, Wallstead or whatever, the, the Swedish or Finnish kid. Yep. The Scandahoovian down there. High draft choice. He's going to be here before the year's over. So I uh, think the problem was they were worried about uh, flurry, just because he's at the he's at the end. I think that that's why they gave Gus three yeah, years. Yeah, well, they, obviously it was. But uh, does the goalie get a victory for a shootout victory? Yes, sure. Okay, so he got another notch then closer to his flurry. Uh, oh yeah, I guess he gets credit. for Although, that. does he get the save or does he get the W? That's what I'm asking. Because he guess. came in in relief. I think when you're behind, you know, it's like a relief pitcher. If you're behind when you come in and then you win, you get the win. I think he I gets think. the victory. I see. I think you, well, you, in you fact, win. he would have to. Who else would you give it to? Can't give it to Gus. Can't give it to Gus. No. We, we hooked Gus. No. So, Pat, anyway. did you, speaking of that, did you see the ratings for the World Series? Not good. Nine, uh, oh. nine million people watching. I predicted that, though. That does not bode well. Yeah, but, you know, if you get the Yankees and the Dodgers, you'll but be back to the, uh, double that. The Rangers are in Dallas. That's a huge market. I would think that that's probably where all your viewers were, right? Yeah. So. But is this still going to be on Fox, or are we going to go to some cable outlet now? And Well, Fox is all right. I think, signed a new deal with them. Did but they? I'm not oh, sure. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. They, You know, as bad as it is, it's better than 
The trouble is, you can have any. You can put on any NFL game and get more people than that. Right. So that hey. was uh, that was predictable, though. But uh, a golfer won a PGA Tour event. Yeah, Van Royen. Is that his first or his second victory? I thought he won one before, but that might have been one of those. This is kind of a B squad event, you know. But uh, hey, good for him. They made a long eagle putt to win it. Yep. Good. And the uh, Fighting Timberwolves have Boston tonight at home. Boston is going to win the NBA title if they stay really? healthy. Really? I like Boston a lot. I like that. Are you going to the game tonight? No. Oh. I'm not because I'm afraid I might get there and it might be a tournament game and I might have to see one of those courts that they are doing for their. They got the in season tournament, right? I don't oh, get what's crap. going on. That's and right. they have these new floors, Joe, that are like the. Bulls played on one that was pure red, basically, with real court down the center. They got different courts, so you know you're watching a tournament game, which is the dumbest thing of all time. The, the fact that what's you're the point this of tournament. the tournament? I, I don't know. Well, Just marketing. Didn't I guess. this spawn from trying to prevent guys from taking the? Scheduled days off. No, was that not no, part of no. this? It'll probably lead to more scheduled days. Oh, you know, so and but you don't know what a tournament game is. And you know what they thought, Joe, with all their marketing, they didn't give it a title. Oh. It's an in season tournament. In-season you gotta tournament. you'd think somebody would be the it'd be the Mercedes tournament or some <laughs> damn thing, wouldn't it? Yep. Wow. It's uh but there's random games, Joe, like six of them. That are for the for this tournament, but it's they're, they're also they count in the regular season statistics. There's so only, are we having a midseason? Yeah, it's there's going to be one championship game. That's it. In the middle of the season. In the middle, it's not going to count in the standings. But to, suddenly they're going to announce these are the two teams playing for the in season tournament title. I see. And we're going to get all excited. Well, I've got a young man who's playing organized basketball for the first time, so we've been watching some games. Yeah. And he now, I'm going to have to use our our super secret device to watch all of the Spurs games because he is all in on Wemby. He's got to watch this kid five, play. Yeah, the nine is six, seven foot five guy. Huh? Man alive, can that kid play? What an he's athlete. He's a little different. He can get banged around a little bit, but he's a good passer. Did you see the still shot of him, Patrick? Andrew Wiggins has taken a jump shot yeah. on the baseline. Like a th- I think it's a three-pointer. And he's 6'8". And he's towering over the yeah. top of him to yeah. block the shot. 7'5". It's amazing. He and Holmgren, who's 7'2". I think seven, something like two. that, yep. Played against each other, the two skinniest guys in the history of the NBA, but they both can play. Both man. of them combined are less than Brett Bielema. How can yeah. they be skinnier than Wembayama? That's what we just said. Well, Holmgren is as skinny as him. We're oh, talking about Wembayama. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I had to make a text there. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I don't blame you. you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a busy day for you. It's a busy day. <laughs> so here, here's my three. Oh, well, we got three. bullet you points. You have notes. I think I'm going to start doing, like, top three. Actually, right. can we do this, Patrick? So I don't have to hear from the sales staff. Can we hear from the Valley Group, and then you go into oh, your notes? That way certainly. we space out all of our advertising. I see. That'd be okay. Jim Paul's Valley That'd Automotive Group. Jim Paul and Brett Paul. That's right. Valley Group of GM dealers. You know what happened to me? I was saying this earlier. You know what happened to me? I, I love the convertible. You've seen the convertible. Oh, yeah. I take walks I've in the convertible. I've ridden in the convertible. But with responsibilities occasionally to transport a grandson or granddaughter to hockey, 
The trunk doesn't quite work. Oh, I suppose. We got to kind of jam that bag in there. In fact, the other day we had to have the stick in the in, stick in the, it out of the, bag? In the ca- no in the in the cabin. We oh, I see. Yes, in the cabin. So uh, I might. I'm looking at SUVs, really? and I think uh, oh, boy. I think the small one, but one that holds a hockey bag. You know, I want one that holds a hockey bag. You have These become beauty- a 38 year old suburban mother. Yes, I have. <laughs> Slight, only 40 years older than that, but that's basically, plus I just kind of, people look at me so strange when I get there, and I don't have an SUV for a hockey game or a truck. I can't see you in an SUV. Why is a guy, yeah, you know what else? It's easy on the knees, I think. Yeah, I guess. Because it's... uh, you know, you don't have to climb out of it. But uh, anyway, I've purchased if, an SUV if, from Jim Paul. If I, that's right, yep. and if I uh, end up getting an SUV, dang right, I'll get it at Jim Paul. Prices are better than they've been in a long time. Interest rates are low. My last five or six yard cars I got from Jim Paul and Brett Paul out in Apple Valley. They also have a store in Hastings. And uh, check them out. I might be doing, I might be making the big move here right now, right pretty dang soon. You've got yourself a list. Yes. Number one, IRS. You guys were talking about the IRS. (laughs) Yes. You know what happens if I get a note from the IRS (laughs) saying, we've looked through your uh, your, your return, and we think you owe us $1,100. You know what happens? I got the check in the mail within 15 minutes. Really? I put a writer out and put a, that's, okay, if you say so, I'm not going to fight with you, okay? I don't. Did this actually happen? This has happened three, four times I've had to send Well, who them. does your taxes? No, they're fine. They just. Uh, well, we they were, apparently are not. <laughs> we might have got a little. We might have got a little antsy on uh, a couple of things. You know, we might. We were a tad forgetful. We might have got a little, ju- little, little joyous in the re- and, uh, You know, whatever it is, yeah. whatever they want. You know what I you are. You are loyal to your country. I you am, need more. I am. You got it. You say I owe you eleven hundred. All right, here it comes. <laughs> Coming in yeah, hot. That, that, I might have asked a question. And then the guy, and then the guy or gal who did it, and they get the check back. They say, "Now there's a good loyal American. Mm-hmm. We're not going to give him. The, we're not going to go back seven years." You actually look, think this will get you out of future go, problems? We're not going to go back seven years and see if uh, there's any other hijinks going on here. So that's what I do with the IRS. All right. I trust them impeccably. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, even last year, I couldn't Implicitly. figure out. Even last year, uh, when they wanted money back, I couldn't figure out why, but I sent them the check right. anyway. There you what go. What the hell? Rich Note Gannon. number two. Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon. Former guest. Today, I'm listening to... Uh, I'm in the car this morning. I'm listening to the NFL Network to see what sure. they're saying. And Rich Gannon now has a three-hour show. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, day On Mondays, the day after the uh, thing, with a guy named Brad Murray, or Brad, some guy named Murray. Brad, Brad, I think it is. And they do a three-hour show. But we had Rich on for, what, five years? At least, probably. yeah. Yeah, however long. And this guy... Makes makes a point and act, asks a question mm-hmm. and, of Rich. And it's a very, you know, it's a routine question. It's, I'd say 
slightly above average. Mm -hmm. Slightly above average. And Rich said, that's a great question, Brad. And it got me thinking. <laughs> I knew what you were going to say. All those times <laughs> that Rich said to me mm -hmm. or to Manny or to you. Boy, that's a great question. That's a great question. Was he just BSing and they were kind of modest, me mediocre questions? Yes. Because I, I always, I kind of got my, in addition to my belly, Here my chest kind of Here is a former MVP <laughs> saying, that's a great question, wow. Chris or Manny or Patrick. And I said, hey, yeah, it wasn't really that. Then you'd think, well, I didn't think it was that great a question, but obviously it was. Rich felt that way. Right. But now I'm kind of skeptical that... Uh, that he was blowing smoke. When, might have been. Uh, yeah, might have been. And you know, I smoke. think if I'm not mistaken, Rich also, because we normally would have to pre-record Rich, if I remember yes, correctly, right. because of time issues yes, when right. we wanted to run the when we wanted to run the interview. But I believe Rich is also the same guy that ended it with, "Thank you, Patrick. You're the best." <laughs> okay, that's good. He did say uh, that. Did at he the say end. that to this Brad guy? Well, but he also. I, I didn't see. I didn't hear the end, well, but he might have told. But that. I think he might have said that. You know, just. By a great guy. I'm glad we had him on. But is he, I'm, is I'm he still in town? Oh yeah. Okay. He still lives there. Married okay. to Bill Brown's daughter. That's right. Uh, Shelly, the former gymnast at the U. That's a very right. great gymnast. Is uh, Bill Brown still with us? Oh no, he no. ten years probably. Oh. Hmm. Uh, the boomer ended up with. Dementia? Um, he hit, hit in the head a few times. Yeah, he got... Did you see Tommy Kramer, by the way, on Twitter, yeah. uh, for some reason? I did see Said this. that he thought he'd been told he had 14 concussions right. minimum. You're kidding. I believe it. Wow. Explains a lot of things. Mm -hmm. But, uh, that, uh, yeah, I, I guess we would back then, the helmets that they had on and the number of times he got hit and all that. And finally... Third note. Third note. Highway 55. Highway 55. Floyd B. Olson Memorial Highway. That's right. She goes from downtown out to Big Lake, yes, all the way out there. But it goes to Highway 169, yep. and then it also goes out to 394. Mm -hmm. And, Joe, you cannot believe the traffic in the afternoons on 394, which runs parallel to 55, right? Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Satan's Tunnel, I call it, the Lowry <laughs> Tunnel. Satan's Tunnel. The other day I was coming home. It must have been a wild home game. They were backed up past Highway 100. No. Trying to get through the tunnel. Really? So it's it's gotten so much worse than it ever was. I guess nobody uses the Sane Lane anymore. They should open it up, but the cheapos don't want to. You know, the, the, mm -hmm. the interior line. It's incredible. Even most days, just 10 o'clock in the morning, you can't, it'll be 20 minutes to get through the tunnel. So, Highway 55 is an alt, a three lane alternative. Right. After you get through the city of Minneapolis, you know what these douchewits have done. <laughs> they have taken the right lane and made it into the world's largest bike lane. No. With these sticks. With the, you know, with the... You're kidding. It. No, there's at least a mile of it. Oh. The other day I was trying to uh, get it like at 2.30 in the afternoon. It was backed up damn near to Worth Parkway. Oh, no. Uh, what, 
What? Is, who died and made these bike riders king? That's what I want to know. It's a good question. Let, we got a lane. There's a sidewalk right there. That's a good there. question, there's a, Pat. There's a path there. There's a sidewalk there. We're taking a, a... We have made it impassable. Yeah. You're a bunch of morons. And I say, all of us who use 55 ought to have a perform a vigilante group and come out there some night at 2 in the morning and hack down all those sticks. <laughs> what good can we do? What? How would we... Uh, there, Pat, there. you know what we're getting in St. Paul? What? Islands. Every once in a while, oh, just an island. The island. What's yeah. that? What is the island, island for? Of, what are the islands? I don't for? know. I know. I've, I've been running into some islands too. I don't like islands. <laughs> We're putting roundabouts in, even when we don't need a roundabout. Right. I can see. Okay, they're uh, logical, but it, uh, you know, you you, you got to you know spend a lot of money for them, right? Well, the island, uh, all that. To, let's say you're westbound on a certain street and you want to keep going, yeah. and you got to cross a busy street. Yeah. There's an island right there, <laughs> so you got to take a right. Oh, you got to take a right. You can't leap. You can't go, go left. Go you can only go right. Have, the have, 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 have the city officials explained? We have this. not had an explanation of the islands. Yeah, that's. Uh, they serve no purpose that I can see. Mm. Well, the other thing about. Uh, you know, good old 55 over there by the Rudy Purpich School, you know, which yep. is now, I don't. It's called uh, Summit, the arts, isn't it? The Art School or isn't whatever. It Summit Academy? The Art School. A lot, they've been blocked off there for like a long time. I'm wondering how far this bike lane's going to go. Are we going to go all the way out to Rudy's? When you were cursing the bike lane, how many uh, bikers did you see utilizing? Not any. <laughs> the worst bike lane is Plymouth. Plymouth Avenue, which I use as an alternative. They've been working on that for six months, too. You can't get it. And all of a sudden, they're blocked off for no reason. Probably more bike lanes. They got a bike lane. No one in history has ever ridden a bike on Plymouth Avenue. You know. Is Plymouth your third choice? There's Third choice. Yeah, you go 394 to 55, 55 to Plymouth. To Plymouth. Yeah. yeah, now if I know it's going to be horrible. I'll take Plymouth because a lot of suburbanites don't use Plymouth, but I'll use Plymouth. Well, you're, fine. you're giving up your secrets here. Yeah, Plymouth. these are make a move made uh, deals. Yep. Yeah, well, the fifty-five was my big ace made make a move, and all of a sudden, you jackasses have turned over. Honest to God, it's wide enough for a semi. You know, right. the bike lane is wide enough for a semi. And no bikes. For bikes, not a bike in sight. Yeah. You know, you missed your co-host. That's a great question, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. Unbelievable. So, you know, I, uh, if, I, I'd really be tempted politically <laughs> if we didn't have a new speaker of the house who wants us all to go to church as we can't vote or something. You know, I, I don't think he said well, that. Well, he's one of the crazed, God-loving, right-wing jackasses of all time. <laughs> you know, he is and, a bit out there. Yeah, and he? the wife is like, you know, I don't know you, her. If you kiss a boy, or uh, if you're a boy who kisses a boy, you're going straight to hell. You yeah. know. <laughs> so uh, anyway, it's oh. really tough. It's tough politically right now. What are you, Rodney Dangerfield? Yeah, it's really tough. It's tough. It's tough because you're trying. You're driving down 55, Here's and a you bike know link. damn well the political jackasses who came up with this are the ones you always vote for, That's right? right? But then I read about Mike Johnson, and I say, ah! 
But at least once tomorrow is complete, (laughs) we can now focus on the 2024 election that will calm the entire country down. I got to tell you, it's tough out there. It's tough. (laughs) Bike lanes. Yes. I, uh, I, and, and, you know, Golden Valley, I could go vote tomorrow. There'll be 12 people that vote. I have no idea who, because I don't think we put on the ticket what they are. I thought you're an early voter. Not for this one. There's 12 people going to vote, you know. Vote early, vote often. The socialists have a chance to win in Minneapolis because nobody else votes. They're going to win. That's the beginning of the end. Oh, yes, it is, because people don't vote. That's right. If I was in Minneapolis, I'd be voting. I'm voting tomorrow. In Minneapolis? No. <laughs> in St. Paul. Maybe I, I could go vote in Minneapolis. I could get somebody in. Why not? Swing over to St. Paul to on your way. support me. You know, Are you going to vote in so Prior only, Lake? Only a few years ago, I stopped voting in alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting in the double hitter then. Oh, God. Well, you know, I. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? I feel that I owe it to the dedicated Monday Night Sports Talk audience because this was sent to us a number of times, but you guys are aware of what special anniversary yesterday yes. was. It was uh, a hell of a uh, oh, yeah. game. I mean, I mean, shit. Uh, for uh, 23 bucks, if you can get more excitement than that, uh, hell, you're in the wrong uh, operation. <laughs> the hell of a hell of a game. Right, let me say something. Uh, as long as I'm in this fucking job, Snelker will be the offensive coach. I mean, no, no. Question about that. Uh, I don't like to name names after a fing game. We can't be responsible for the blocking. We can't be responsible for the fing guys jumping offside. We can't be responsible for. Fuck. We get down there and and uh, and it was a dumb play by by Anderson. I love I love Anderson, but it was a dumb fing play when he had when his foot was uh, shoe was coming off up the line screen. We were hollering take timeout. We had a fing trap play called and and, he, and his, his fing shoe comes off. That, that, that ain't that ain't Bob Snooker's fault. We have another. Trap play, and if Finney picks up his feet, he walks in. We got the pass to uh, 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 AC out there in the flat. He's a ball thrown in oh. and low. That, is, that isn't Snelker's fault. Right. We got the second down, and, and I don't know what the hell, two, two yards ago, I don't know what, 15, 40, whatever the hell it was, and, uh, and Irwin uh, uh, jumped offside. Now, uh, these are the things that have been hurting us all along, the little things. Right. We're working at them to stop them. That's we moved the ball good today. We went down there, and we didn't get the ball in the end zone. He did a sensational f***ing job. Yeah, last week, we get on the Giants. Christ, he ran 65 yards. This time he fumbles the ball. What the hell, what the hell can you do? You can't. Uh, 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 all you do is you prepare as thoroughly as you can. The guys play their asses off. Uh, it's a big win. Big, big win. win. Uh, it's a hell of a, a great catch by Hassan. We did. The guys didn't give up. A great catch by Hassan. This game reminds me of, of a, a Cleveland Brown game when we won down to the old Met Center. When, when we throw the ball century and then he lateral the ball to Teddy Brown. Teddy Brown ran out out of bounds. Made a great play. The next one we hit we hit uh, Ahmad on the squadron right. Put it in, and won the uh, division. Jerry, your stuff or endorsement stems from all the stuff all during the week. The guy feels like shit afterwards, right? Everybody booing the shit out of me, but he works his ass off. And, and, and no smarter uh, uh, coordinator in football. Here's, they put his picture up there and the f***ers boo him. F***ers. Oh, wasn't then at the end, didn't someone say, now you won the game, right? right. You got yeah, in a very calm voice, you said, <laughs> yes, we lame, did. As he's labeling, I, I think, I think Satsmere says yeah. he's labeling. You, you won the you game, won right? The game, right? <laughs> yes, we but did. Here's oh, Patrick was... laying in the oh, freaking weeds. <laughs> you know that, uh, you know that, uh, that, 
was locally famous, but it didn't really start getting national attention as a, one of the great tyrants until oh, the last four or five I years. I think you know what it was? It was 1989. Yes. Yeah. The thing of it, I think, Patrick, it was the NFL Network has these you know top 10 mm-hmm. countdowns or whatever, yeah. and it might have been when it Denny the, died because they used the Denny Arizona clip. So they did a bunch of old, like Herm Edwards uh, with the Jets, and they uh, used that, the Jerry Burns clip. <laughs> this, this is, I think it's better than Elias. I think it's oh, because it was it's so right there. rapid fire. It's right there. Right there. <laughs> it's, like, what but the at the oh, end, he's damn. winding her down, and he goes, and they put his bleeping picture up there, and the bleepers, boom, the bleepers. <laughs> no, and at the end, he's walking away, and he says under his breath, bleepers. Bleepers. <laughs> I'll tell you, one of the best things I ever did was go to his uh, little ceremony at Fort oh, Snelling, yes. not the main funeral, just for the family. And I, yep. I got tipped off that it was going on, and they were great, Marlene and his wife and everybody. But the four son-in-laws started telling stories. Oh. It was hysterical. The sons-in-law, especially the Iranian guy, she's married. <laughs> hey, <laughs> called somebody into his office and says, his wife, his daughter was engaged to the Iranian guy, and he says, aren't we at a war with Iran? <laughs> Iran. And the person said, not specifically, not specifically him. <laughs> you know what he was, though, deep down? Just a hell of a oh, good guy. Oh, great guy. Loved golf. Good loved, human being. Loved golf. Yep. I told you, I did a, I did a column on his, at getting an ace at Somerset, yeah. I called him. This was after he was done. And he talked about his ace for 30 seconds and about the fact he made a six on the next par three for yeah. five minutes. You know. <laughs> then I hit the damn bleeping ball over you know. God, Did he, he was, coach after he left here? No. No. He was done. Yeah. Okay. He was, God, he was, Christ, he was 90 when he died, 94 when he died, I think. Okay. So, um, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, no, he was in his 70s when he finally oh, was done. God. What a beauty. <laughs> what a beauty. All righty, what a weekend. Did you enjoy your football weekend, ladies Did you have a gentlemen? nice weekend? Yeah, yeah, it was a great weekend. <laughs> it was great. All right. We'll see ya. This is Ricey, and you've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I recommend that you give Josh a call is simple, trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seen and returns. Yep, that is more common than you would like to think in the investment business. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did, and don't forget to ask him why it is 48 minutes. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investment
investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. We've been telling you about the Canopy Group for the last few years, and the Canopy Group has 16 companies and 40 professionals. We have revolutionized the home and auto insurance marketplace. We have a challenge for you. Please call your current home and auto insurance agent and have him or her shop your insurance with 16 different companies and provide the pricing from their top five companies. Be prepared for a long pause. Why? Because most agents only have one company, so they can't do this. Furthermore, these agents are counting on the fact that you won't shop around either. Call the Canopy Group and we'll do the shopping for you. We'll provide you with the best results from our top five companies. We have 16 to choose from and we'll show you those with the best coverage for the best price on your home and auto insurance. And remember, once you're a client of the Canopy Group, you'll be part of our annual review program where we do this for you again and again. Call 800- 967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com.